Greetings one and all, and thank you so very much. You are tuned into a very special edition, very special episode of the Cherish the Soul Entertainment Podcast. My name is Eleanor Smith, and I got a jam-packed show for you today. Please like, subscribe, share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, share it on all of your personal um, platforms, your social media platforms. Do that. I appreciate all of the love and support. Now, this is a very special episode today because I I like to call this show a very special thank you and an ode and appreciation to R&B music, especially a lot of the R&B soul music of the 90s. So please definitely stay tuned because I'm going to be having a very special guest commentator come on with me. His name is Mr. Calvin Michaels. So... Keep it locked right here for that. But in the meantime, I'm going to get right into these entertainment news stories. So let's jump right on in. Latasha of Escape, you know, the group Escape with Latasha, Tamika, her sister Tamika, Tiny, and Candy. You know, Candy is on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And Tiny, you know, she has, you know, she and T.I., they're doing their thing. They had their reality show and things like that on VH1. Well, Latasha of Escape, the group, she recently made an appearance on a show called Out Loud with Claudia Jordan on the Fox Soul Network. I do watch that show. I do like Claudia Jordan. She is definitely you know, doing some things. And I love that show with, that she has out loud. And I also love the new show that she has with Lisa Ray, Vivica Fox, and Selena Johnson. And that show is called Cocktails with Queens. So I really do like that. I, I do tune in and listen to all of their hot topics and what they have to say and their commentary. But Miss Latasha, congrats go out to her because she has a new cookbook out. And the cookbook is basically dedicated to vegan and plant-based food and she is really adapting a whole new healthier lifestyle so I am very much impressed you know Latasha she really looks amazing you know she was um you know through the throughout the years you know when she was with Escape and during their heyday I know they recently got back together not too long ago and actually did a reunion tour and they you know get together every now and then to you know do um, little gigs here and there and they recently did the national anthem at um, a sports event in Atlanta I believe if I'm not mistaken but um, she is really into health and wellness now and fitness and things like that so definitely check that book out i believe her name again is latasha scott and she is just the book is basically about vegan and plant-based good health healthy clean food so i will definitely pick that up when i get a chance i'm going to be speaking more about escape a little bit later in the podcast so keep it locked right then right in also there is a little rumor, a little bird going around saying that they might be doing a versus battle with SWV. Ooh, I hope that happens. I really pray and hope that that happens. Please, I really do hope that um, SWV, you know, battles it out with Escape. I would love to see that. Those of you all who also grew up in the 90s with me, you know what I'm talking about. Speaking of verses, Ashanti and Keisha Cole, I cannot wait. That is this Saturday on Instagram on Versus TV. So be sure to catch that. I'm going to be doing a, a, a nice review on that. I cannot wait. Um, Ashanti is getting all of her 
material together. And I've seen Keisha Cole videos of Keisha Cole all, all on YouTube doing her thing and actually testing out certain songs that she wants to present. So I know I have my favorites from each um, young lady. So I cannot wait for that. I am just overjoyed that they have decided to do that. So more with that a little bit later as well. The Real Housewives of Atlanta, they premiered um, this past weekend. And I must say, I, I did enjoy um, the, the first episode. You know, I, uh, Candy and Riley, and, you know, she was basically talking about how Riley's dad has not really been in her life and that he still owes, you know, about $100,000 worth of child support. And, you know, she and Cynthia and, um, not Candy, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Cynthia and Kendall, Ken, Kenya, that's her name, Kenya, excuse me. She, um, both of them, you know, talked about gaining a little bit, you know, more pounds here and there. And um, I think, you know, the pounds look great on both of them. Kenya and Cynthia look really amazing to me. And, you know, Cynthia, she just got recently got married to Mike Hill. So both of them look beautiful and amazing. And I just, uh, you know, the, the extra pounds look good. I, I, I can't hate about that. You know, I don't. I don't feel as though that they need to, you know, lose it or whatever. Maybe they do. You know, I know Kenya was talking about that she needed to, wanted to slim down a little bit, you know, more than what she is. So, but hey, I, I think both of the ladies are gorgeous. So that is good with that. So I'm going to keep watching. So this was the first episode. So Nene is not there, of course. Do any, do you miss her? Do you miss Nene Leakes being on The Real Housewives of Atlanta? Me, myself, personally, you know, I can take her or leave her. You know, it doesn't really matter to me. I still love the show regardless, so I'm going to keep watching. Tiffany Haddish, you know, she has recently been in the headlines lately. Basically, what happened was that she was invited to do a pre-show for the Grammys. And as I understand it, they wanted her to do a three-hour event online and basically with no pay and then they told her someone told her that she would not be she wouldn't have a, a hair or makeup team as I understand and which is kind of crazy who on earth would tell her that and but she received an apology um, after she got on social media and basically told what happened. So she basically declined doing the, the pre-show for the Grammys and she said I'm not going to do it for free and then you know I can't you know, if I wanted to have a specific look or anything like that, I can't. I had to bring my own person. I had to bring my own makeup and hair person. That just doesn't quite make sense. So I was a little shocked that somebody would actually step to her with that. But um, she received an apology from um, the Grammy committee and they told her, you know, gentlemen told her, listen, you know, that's not how we do things. So that's a big mess right there. But she has declined. So and I don't really blame her because that's just. And then you're not going to pay her on top of that. I don't understand where, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, the Grammys will air on January 31st and Trevor Noah is going to be hosting the show. So be on the lookout for that. Cardi B, Miss Cardi B um, and this purse purchase, <laughs> this $88,000 purse. Wow. An $88,000 purse. Um, You know, my thoughts are this, you know, she, you know, posted a tweet. She tweeted basically um, asking everyone, her fans and her followers rather, if she should purchase and buy this purse that, that costs $88,000. $88,000. Wow. Um, <laughs> I just can't get over that one. But 
And, you know, of course, people drug her and told her, you know, how dare you, you know, post this when, you know, there are people out here hurting and blah, 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 blah. My take on it is, you know, the girl can do what she wants to do. It's her money. She does what she wants to do. But I just don't think that it was a bright idea and a wise decision that she posted that one line for people to actually judge and pull her apart and just give their own opinions and just kind of shoot her down. You know, that's her business. Whatever she wants to buy, that's her business. It's her money. She's worked hard for it. She's, you know, done what she's had to do in order to get to the status that she is. So why is it anybody's business? And I think that she should stop putting herself out there. I think she should just, she should take a break from social media altogether because she always gets into it and, you know, it's always this rah-rah and, you know, and she cussing folks out and she, you know, it's just a mess. And I just feel like that is just not necessary at all. So I that is her business. That's how I see it. So moving right along. Olivia Jade. Now, Olivia Jade is the daughter of Lori Loughlin, um, the actress, you know, who played Aunt Becky on Full House. I actually used to like that show. I used to watch it all the time. I, it was pretty good. But, you know, Lori Loughlin, um, she is the actress who recently got in a lot of hot water and trouble along with, uh, I believe, Felicity Huffman. I believe that's her name for that college admission scandal, basically, in which she had lied and um, uh, <sighs> posed um, her daughter as an athlete, a student athlete, just to get into a school and get accepted. And, you know, the you know, she asked Olivia got an acceptance letter and everything like that. But um, Olivia recently um, went on Jaded Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk, you know, her Facebook show, basically explaining herself and how she, you know, feels embarrassed about the whole thing and that she, you know, really didn't know what was going on. And she was in this bubble and her parents were doing this and her parents were doing that and, you know, creating this all this junk, you know, <laughs> that she had to go through. And I'm just kind of wondering what would make her want to speak out in the first place. If I were her, I would keep quiet. I don't know if they're trying to do some type of damage control now or, you know, what Lori and her husband is doing. You know, they're trying to, you know, I don't know. But it's just for now, it just doesn't seem like a good look. And I just think that she should just lay low and just kind of focus on, you know, basically getting herself together and, you know, planning her next moves, her next steps. But um, I was quite shocked by that whole thing. I was really quite shocked about, um, uh, you know, her doing that for her, her daughter. And, you know, a couple of people were doing that. And it's just, it saddens me because a lot of, a lot of people who really actually need to get into, you know, that's, you know, to get into college and, you know, on their own merit, uh, it's just, it kind of, you know, put a fly in the milk, you know, so to speak. So it's just, it's just, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, the girl's face was photoshopped on another person's body, you know, um, for sports to show that she's an athlete. I, it's, <laughs> it is, wow. I heard about that and I just, my mouth dropped. I couldn't believe it. But, you know, hey. I don't know. Should she get a second chance? Of course, you know, absolutely. I'm not saying that people can't, you know, uh, redeem themselves and, you know, take another approach to things and really just kind of dust themselves off and, you know, pick themselves up. But 
yeesh. I, I just wouldn't come on nobody's talk show talking about nothing. Not about now. I, I think it made her look look a little bit worse because at the same time, you know, you knew exactly what was going on, what your parents were doing because you weren't, a, you were, it's not like you were a baby. So um, to blame everything on your parents, it's just kind of, it looks a little fishy, if you know what I mean. So I just don't get the point, but Oh, well, I wish her well. I wish her the best. Miss Taraji P. Henson, she is going to be participating in her first directorial debut in a new movie called Two-Face. Um, and she stars as the mother of a high school senior who's having problems getting into a college because of this one racist principal. And that should be good. I don't know what network this is going to air on, but this is going to be Taraji's first time actually directing. So that is very exciting. And I'm not surprised that Taraji has moved on into that arena, arena as far as film is concerned. And, you know, we all know that she's an amazing actress. You know, she has um, really given herself a name in the business and her portrayal of Cookie is just out of this world you know every i think she was the one of the main reasons that that show really kept going as the you know and had a strong following as it did you know before it went off the air so um congratulations go out to miss taraji p henson lebron james um he is named by Time Magazine, the Athlete of the Year. So congratulations go out to him. And congratulations also to two women who are going to be, who are expecting actually. Cassie is going to be, you know, a new mommy yet again. She's going to be, um, she's expecting her second child um, with her husband. So she has moved on into greater pastures and she is indeed quite happy. And Miss Christina Million, you know, um, she is expecting baby number two, I believe, or is it number three? Uh, I'm not quite sure, but I know that she's expecting a new baby. Um, so congrats go out to her. I used to watch Christina's um, reality show on the E! Network. It was quite good. I really, really enjoyed her show. So, so that is how I feel about that. They are both um, beautiful ladies. So a big, big, big congratulations to those two lovely ladies who are expecting new bundles of joy. All right, guys, coming up, I have my conversation with Mr. Calvin Michaels. He's going to be joining me in a bit. So do keep it locked right here. We're going to get into some, you know, a little fun conversation about R&B and the songs we like and you know who we miss and whatever happened to this artist and that artist so keep it locked right here you are listening to the Cherish the Soul Entertainment Podcast hello hey hey can you hear me I can hear you yes okay perfect all right, I have never used Anchor, so I was like, I think I'm doing this right. So, okay. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so very much for joining me. I appreciate it. No problem. I mean, and I also love, love your videos. Your commentary is 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 out of sight. I'm like, you know, this guy is so knowledgeable <laughs> about everything. <laughs> thank you. I'm just old, so that's all. Yeah. I spent too much time around the adults as a kid being nosy. Know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we have uh, I think we have been common. I, I I've done the same thing as well, you know. But listen, let's get started. So I already did my um news segment 
before mm-hmm. uh, the episode. So I wanted to kind of revisit the Soul Train Awards uh, again and um, kind of get your take um, for my listeners about the show. And um, I'll just jump right on in and kind of give my own little commentary at the end as well. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So what'd you think about it? I just jumped right out there. We're live? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, overall, I, I'll say this, like, when it comes to the award shows, like, the Soul Train Awards is my favorite out of all mm-hmm. of them, mainly because I feel like it's a show that still, at one, supports Black music and not just the extremely commercial, successful Black music that crosses over, but Black music that's sometimes forgotten by the masses. Like, um, I feel like they do a really good job of giving opportunity or I don't even want to say opportunity, but giving a a lane for artists that sometimes are more seasoned and may not necessarily be in the forefront anymore. So I've always appreciated that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I have memories of always watching the Soul Train Awards as a kid. That's probably the most consistent show I've followed as a kid. So I always appreciate it. But with this one, um, even with the the virtual, I was a little nervous. I didn't know how it was going to turn out because I know when it comes to funding, there are some shows that don't get the same push you know what I mean? Or the same yeah. backing. Um, but I liked exactly how it was put out. You can tell that was kind of an issue with the budget, but I think it worked. I liked the setup. It came off to me as if you go to one of those really cool open mic night spots and it's you and some friends hanging out and maybe there's a live band and I don't know, you got a friend that sings and they sign up. That's mm-hmm. the kind of vibe it gave me. And I think that's also one of the elements I miss about R&B in general as far as the rawness of everything. Yeah. Um, I mean- and so... This season, this year's was really good though. I think they had a good balance of young and older. Um, as far as like you know, you went from Smokey Robinson to to her or um, yeah. Ella May, and so I think it was it was a good mix. Now where I dropped the ball, and I did not notice this until it, I don't know the I pass the, the mic. Pass the mic. Yes, was <laughs> if it could have been promoted a bit more because as a blogger, like as soon as I watch an award show, as soon as you the cut. credits roll, yeah. I'm turning it off and setting the camera. Right. <laughs> and so when I uploaded the video, everybody was like, you didn't talk about the past the mic. I was like, what past the mic? And right. I was thinking, um, you know, DJ Cassidy and them had been doing something similar for a few weeks. So I saw another past the mic with TLC and some other people from the 90s. So I was like, yeah. oh, if it's that, I already saw yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't and even I looked- know he did that. As, uh, I, I was shocked because I, when I saw the other ones, I said, oh, evidently I must be late to the party. Cause I, yeah, so I, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have just promoted it. I would have. Th- I would have watched the extra twenty minutes. But um, I, it was good to me. Um, the main critique I'll always still say though is I wish sometimes a lot of the other artists would not abandon this show. I always get low key annoyed when I see so many artists lose their minds over the Grammys. And it's no disrespect yeah. to the Grammys, but I'm like, if you could have the same energy for the Soul Train Awards as you do the Grammys, would be. I just think black music would be in a better space. I think sometimes the black platforms are not they're not held to the same regard or the same prestige. And I don't yeah. know why, because in my opinion, the Soul Train Awards has, have always been a much better show than something like the Grammys, just based on the talent alone. When you want yeah, to talk about I some real singing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It what is, I wish. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no problem. No, not at all. Um, I, I wish that to me, it's like, you know, in, in terms of award shows, period, it, it, it seems to be kind of like a downward slope 
to me because I remember when I used to just run to the TV. I mean, I would race home and, and watch every award show, but it's like now I'm just like, eh. I mean, I still watch it, don't get me wrong. But, you know, you re- I, I can recall when your all of your favorite artists were on the mm-hmm. show. And it was right. just like back to back to back. Like, you know, you had, you know, New Edition or Whitney Houston, you know, or everybody that just was anybody, you know, back then, you know, in the 90s and, you know, something, you know, even in the 80s, they were there and they were rocking. And those shows were just phenomenal. But it's like now it's just like most of the people that they name, I'll be like, who? <laughs> who yeah. is that? And who is that person? Some of that is reflective too, I think, of just the industry changing. Because even as I watched the past the mic after the fact, um, uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> you know, as you saw all the artists, the first thing I noticed is that every artist featured has some really funky, up-tempo song. The funniest bit is like I knew every song too. And the crazy part is all of those songs are from before I was born, all of them. Um, yeah. And I'm like, the fact that I know these songs like the alphabet. It's I just, know. I knew they, every lyric. Yeah. <laughs> they were such just, you know, up-tempo, good time party songs that they were songs that really hit. I'm not trying to bash a lot of what's happening today, but I don't see sometimes the in-your-face artistry. I think the artists that are out now, I, I like them, but I'm getting a lot of the same kind of artist. And so yeah, it seems you're not to be the into, same. Yeah. You know, if you're not really into it, then you're bored. And so yeah. I literally was just talking to another person, and it was interesting because this is a huge age difference because they're like 17, 18. And so they were just telling me about everything they loved about music and everything that they were gassing up, I was just like, man, I'm really getting old because I'm not there. I'm starting to sound like my parents. (laughs) But um, yeah, so it's, I I just wish it could go back to those days, like you said, where the award shows used to be an event. And some people say it comes with, you just get older and you lose interest, but I don't even think it was that. No, I don't think Um, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a different day Yeah, it's a a whole different genre. It's a whole different, you know, generation and, you know, the millennials and, uh, you know, all this this new new wave stuff and new R&B. No, no, no. I'm old school to my heart. Like, I I love, you know, 90s R&B. I love 80s R&B and so forth. So it's just, I don't think that's it. It's just uh, the production. I don't know if it's just, it's just, you know, it's just not the same. I don't get the same excited feeling you know, that I used to get. Um, I mean, I, I remember actually like dressing up and sitting down in my den, like, okay, here we go. You know, like it was just like you said, an event, but it's like now, mm, okay, you know, that came on or, you know, okay, that award show, okay, you know, just lackluster. But I really did love the past of Mike. That, that, now that was to me, that was the icing on the cake. That was the, 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 the little nice surprise that. Um, they incorporated with that. So I enjoyed it. And I think they did good with who they brought out because I feel like sometimes you often see the same faces. Like, so like even like a Belbert DeVoe, I enjoy them, but you already know they're going to they gonna perform Poison if they can find a chance to do it. So you're going to see them at every show. So after a while, as yeah, cool that's, as they that's are, right. people are like, okay, all right, well, all right let me, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick because I know what they're going to do. I'll come back. But um, the fact that they had Alicia Myers, I was like, where did y'all find her at? I haven't seen or heard from her since... But uh, I couldn't believe you get Lisa, the best yeah, me. I believe, yeah, I couldn't believe Lisa, uh, Lisa, Lisa Lisa was on there. I was like, wow. Yeah, they had Lisa <laughs> on there. Uh, Ever Champagne King was. I haven't seen. Yeah, her from her forever was, either. Oh, Shannon. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, Shannon. I remember. I, I actually had a chance to interview Shannon, mm-hmm. and she, you know, very sweet lady, and she, um, 
I, I actually have a uh I'm I wanna say one or two records by her um on forty five. So okay, I actually back. yeah, I actually remember her music. Yeah, forty fives. Yeah, my I had a whole collection of them. So but yeah, that, that show was 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 it was good. It was good. And I think they should permanently make Tashina and um Tisha the um, host. The host. I said the same thing. They have a good energy where they, they balance off each other. And I think they're familiar enough to multiple audiences because even with younger audiences people know them even if they just know them as gina and pam but like even 15 year olds know who they are and then again people who are in an older demographic in the later 30s 40s 50s are also very familiar so i think they are a perfect balance where it's hard to be turned off by the two of them as far as you see their names yeah. on the, the billing absolutely absolutely now i don't know if you heard about i'm kind of switching gears here if you heard about the new edition that new edition may be coming back I I think I oh saw goodness. it was an interview with what, it was Johnny Gill on the interview and um Ralph yeah I think I saw that interview yeah they want the they want the real I don't know if they um they did any other um press tours or anything like that but they actually confirmed that they're gonna be coming out coming back out with some new material and they're gonna be coming on you know going on tour with new kids on the block good idea I I, I felt so. I'm gonna just be honest. Like when they came out with that that movie, you mm-hmm. know, a couple of years ago, you know, everybody jumped on that bandwagon and they actually gained like some new momentum with that because they gained, you know, new fans and people who were like, you know, younger, you know, much younger who really didn't know who they were when they were, you know, in their heyday. Mm-hmm they were interested in them and it's like for them to just not go out on tour and you know take the you know the young men the gentlemen who were actually in the movie with them um on tour they had you know they planned this big huge thing but it just did not come to fruition so i was so hurt in this yeah and i think it's it had to just be timing too because i know belvin devote was also coming out with a new project at the same time and i think the schedule's we're all clashing. But like you said with the movies, that, that's always been one of the ways I think people were introduced. Because with me working with kids, two things I noticed is when the TLC movie came out and when that new edition movie came out, the kids ate it up. And, you know, I have little talent shows at the center. And now I got two, two new edition groups battling it out. I'm like, wow. Okay. All it took was a movie. I've been playing these songs to y'all for years and y'all had something to say. Now you see a movie. Now you're in love. Okay. <laughs> but um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> but that's how it was when I was Man. a kid. Like that's how I was introduced to like the Jackson Five. I remember watching Jackson Five American Dream. You you know, I knew some of the songs as a kid, but Oh, that movie was oh every time that movie comes on, I yeah, watch it's it. It's one yeah. of those ones you, you just sit it's and it's an all day event too. You're gonna be the sun's gonna go down by yeah. the time it go off. But um yeah, like stuff exactly. like that, the Temptations movie, Natalie Cole's movie, um, even Five Heartbeats. I thought they were a real group. I didn't even know as a kid. But, you know, those <laughs> movies, I always say, it, for me, it makes no sense for music to get lost in this era we live in when everything is so accessible now because of the internet. Like, I feel like for my yeah. generation, like I was born in 88. And so I feel like people that came out of my era and even before, your only introduction to music of the past would have been your parents or when the radio did an old school lunch break or exactly. if you watched VH1 and they would do all them throwback music history shows, that was it. Today, I'm like, everything is right there. You got YouTube, it's yeah. people on podcast, it's everything. And so it's I get annoyed sometimes when people don't know stuff. But I guess to be fair, it will get harder for each generation to keep up with, you know, different eras and, and decades from before. Because I think as a kid, my lane of what I was familiar with outside of just the 90s and the 2000s would have been the 80s and the 70s, some of the 60s. 
So I'm like, is it really fair to ask yeah. a kid that's born in 2015 to know something from 1960? You know, but <laughs> they they gonna have they gonna have a burden built on them to learn everything. You better know this. Yeah. So you better know this is history. <laughs> I, I understand that, but yeah, they they're not gonna they're not gonna you know of course they're not gonna remember that. They're gonna be like, well, then again, you never know because you know sometimes parents be playing music and kids be loving it and they say, okay, yeah, I do actually know that song. So. You never know. It, it it it's it depends, you know, really on on the on the right. child. So, <laughs> and how they grew up, you know, what era they grew up in. But um, let me see. So I actually um took it upon myself. I actually made a list of some songs. I call this segment like songs that I. These are songs that R and B, of mm-hmm. course. That once I hear them, I you know I, I will never get tired of hearing it. Like there are actually some songs that I hear, I can hear over and over and over again, and just not be like, okay, this needs to go. Oh, <laughs> I need to turn this off. So I don't know if you can relate, mm-hmm. but um, let me if I could just go down my list, if I will. So the first, these are no particular order okay. either. But the first one I have is Casey and JoJo, Last Night's Letter. Oh, you remember oh, that? You're taking me. That's what 98, 99. I think so. Wow. Yeah, I think. I, I, I don't even remember how that sounds, but I remember the track listing on the album. I remember. The, I got to go back and listen to that. Yeah, because that. Ooh. Yeah, they were. They came out with their. Um, of course, Jodeci. I believe either they disbanded yeah. or they just stopped recording. And <laughs> those two um, came out with an album, and they had that one track. I mean, I never really got a chance to sit down and listen to the whole entire album, you know, actually. But that song really just kind of grabbed my ear. That's um, my project and, for tonight because I got to remember what that sounds like. Because I just remember all my life yeah. was everywhere, and it's funny. Like that oh, song yeah, so much, and I feel like that now song. nobody will play it. <laughs> It come yeah. on, you skip it just because you remember hearing it so much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, make sure you YouTube that and just and you have to listen to it. Um, second one, I'll be sure night and day. <laughs> yeah, I always remember that one because that that's the year I was born. My mom says there were a few songs that she was still trying to party to even after I was born. It was that song. It was <laughs> um, raw bass, easy rock. It takes two, and also Joy yeah. and Pain. Like she, that was her thing. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, um, Pain, yeah, but more. I got the other one, but th- those are the ones she was still trying to party while she was trying to breastfeed yeah. at the same time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, third one is mid condition, pretty brown eyes. Yeah, that's always a good one. I love that one. I mean, I think anything that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis touched that just told turned to gold like automatically. So you lucked up if you were an artist back then and you got a chance to work with them. It was your career skyrocketed. Literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> Literally, so I, I I can't. That's that's pretty obvious. Fourth one, I don't know if I think I don't think you will you would remember this one, but you might. So I may be surprised. Do you remember the Good Girls? I need your love. Is it that one? What? No, not that. One. It must be love. Which one? It, it must, must be okay. Love. The good Girls songs. I remember. I remember. I need your love, and I remember they were on MC Troubles. Make you mine, and I remember that one. Yeah, um, I don't know if I remember. Must be love. Yeah, it must be loved. Make sure you definitely YouTube that. That's 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 a jam. That's a, forever a jam for me uh, from them. In Vogue, hold on. Yeah, that's a given. Everybody loves that one. <laughs> that one. Everybody. When loves- I think of that song, I think of the bass line and hearing it in people's cars when you're in the neighborhood and the car was driving by. I know. Like you know, it, everybody would just it, just the extra bass that everybody 
<laughs> that everyone had. It was like, okay, yeah, that song was uh, definitely um, a, a, a gem, a, a, a gem, pretty much. So, I mean, I, I, I can remember when they first came out. I remember, you know, I was just like, wow, who are these beautiful women who have these amazing voices? And their harmony was just crazy, you know. So, I remember watching Video Soul and watching all their interviews and things like that. So, I don't know if you remember oh, that I show. Remember but... Video Soul, yeah. Donnie? Oh, yeah. That's my yeah. era still. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Simpson was the man. Okay, sixth one I have a soul for real candy. Yeah, now that that's my elementary years. That every kid at the playground we sing that one and, and the remix with Heavy D on it. So yeah, I didn't too much care for the remix. I mean, it was cool, but I didn't really um, I just because it I like the original version. You know, some some songs the remix the remixes are mm-hmm. actually better. You know, but. But in this case, nah. It was me as a kid. Them. I was a huge Heavy D person. So anything with Heavy on it, I was Heavy and MC Hammer. Yeah. That's a weird mix, but yeah. <laughs> like, heavy. Yeah, exactly. I think um, the next one I have is Brandy. And I don't know if you could guess which one this is. Wait, which, I don't think you get it. Is it a single or is it an album track? It's it's a oh, single. Okay. Mm. This this is a song I can hear over and over again. It was my just that favorite tight. was sitting up in my room from that early nineties. But um, I'm gonna guess you're about to say that I want to be down remix, or no, that's too much no, bad. broken hearted. <laughs> Dang, baby. no, no, baby, Close, but no. angel, angel oh, in the sky. Okay, you you was progressing in time. Woo! See, I was trying to stay in them early nineties. Yeah. I love that album. Um, Man, that that's song, yeah, that was that was project. Uh, that's I think a lot of artists have modeled themselves <laughs> after that song. Um, yeah, that 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 song was ooh, she she put her foot in that one. And whoever I think was that Rodney Jerkins who produced yeah, that as uh, well, Rodney and um, who's the guy that just passed? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, he um, both of them produced that and. But the background vocals by Joe, I didn't even know who that was until I actually read her mm-hmm. liner notes. I was like, oh, that's, so- that's how it used to be, though. Like, remember you would buy the CD? Well, first, it took you, took you 10 minutes just to get the CD open because the plastic was just crazy. But then exactly. you open, and you could, I can still smell the pages when you used to open them. But then you would look at the song credits Man, and, the and lyrics, I just saw that feeling you get. Look yep. at all of that. That's when you, I don't know, it's just interesting, especially if you were obsessed with the artist. You wanted to know everything. So you'd be digging through. Exactly. But no, I, I love yeah. that album. Yeah, that that album was was um phenomenal. I mean, I I have that one, and I also have um Full Moon. Full Moon. I think I think those two were her best ones. Yeah, I never heard Aphrodisiac. So those I are haven't my heard three. It. Um, Never Say Never, Full Moon, Aphrodisiac are my favorite three. Uh, it, I think really it's just okay. maybe there's a nostalgia that comes with it, but um yeah, those are my three favorite. But I don't think she's really ever released a, a bad project. They're all different, but those three are the ones that really yeah. just jump out to me. So, yeah, that you read about that. Okay, SOS Take, band. Still care. Tell me if you mm-hmm. still care. That's a good one. Yep. <laughs> uh, average white band. A love of your own. Uh, the sooner da, 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 da. that one. Oh, let yeah. me know one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, yep. You know, Dave Hardy also uh, did a remake of that song, the the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, that, I, they're no. not comparable. That's, I'm just, I just, 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 just saying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, some some things I feel need to be just left alone and have them stand on their own. You know, 
uh, uh, greatness. Um, and the last one I have here is uh, Soul to Soul, oh, Back to Life. So my favorite from them was always Keep On Moving. But I, Back to Life, though, is yeah. there's a memory of always, I always remember hearing that at the cookouts and the barbecues in the summer. Man. I don't know. Yeah, this is something that acapella intro that she does. And as a kid, I think Karen her name Wheeler, was. Yeah, as a kid, I thought they shot the video in Africa because the lady with the braids that was dancing by the tree as a baby. I was like, oh, they're in Africa. Yeah. I was like, this is deep. So that's what my vision of Africa was um, as a kid. I was like, okay, people had warped views, but I had a exactly. I was lit. <laughs> but uh, for real. For real. Oh, I forgot one. Oh, I'm excuse me. I'll have an extra one here. Seems Vertical much too busy. Seems ah, much too good busy. one. Love that. Andy yep. Stone. <laughs> I can hear that over. And I, I can hear that song like twelve times and still be like, "Oh, yeah, there's yes. some that you, just, <laughs> you know, never get old. Like you play it every single time. Yeah, yeah those are some good ones. Those are good just, ones. Yeah, yeah. Those are some great, great songs that I can listen to. You know, on a a daily basis and just never be and never, never tire from them at all. So um, let me see. I also have another um, segment here that I always call whatever mm. happened to <laughs> whatever happened to. Now I have a couple of artists here. Actually, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, four, five here. So whatever happened to remember the R&B group? Jay, Jade? I just was talking about them on my last live um, the other day. Um, I I know the you, I missed that. Well, I I yeah. didn't hear you. I didn't Tuesday, but I I I knew I was gonna do this today, and I forgot I do my lives on Thursday. So I'm like, well, I just move it to Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I know right. the lead singer. She came out with a book. Um, some years back. Huh? I, I think I think die, was, I think yeah. I think she because I she wrote a book about the industry. Um, no, you're talking about um no, okay, you're talking Joy, about Joy Marshall. All right. I know she had a book come out. But yes, that's, that's it. Yeah, she talked about the industry, and um, she—I I didn't know that all three of them were from Chicago here, but um, I found that out when I googled them. I was like, oh, I—I I, I just thought it was just one. I thought Joy was from Chicago and Tanya, but all three of them are actually. Ashley Dow was on past the mic. She did. Don't walk away. When? Oh, the other one that was on the internet. Oh, I got to go back and look yeah. again all the way through. Yeah. Look at yeah. past the mic again, and she's the one doing okay. "Don't Walk Away." And, um, yeah, so I've always wondered, but I found out that their label—I forget what label they were on. It was a giant, I think. Giant. They might have um, been on giant. Label, uh, they said that the label didn't really, of course, you know, handle them properly. They, so there were issues as far with as, that you know, second business. album. Yeah, trying to figure out because yeah, cause they were, yeah, yeah, and if you ever yeah. like noticed the imaging for that second album. It was yeah, they were on Giant. Yeah. Um, but they um the imaging for the second album was kind of everywhere. I think they were trying to figure out how to push them. And I think by the time this Yeah, yeah how to market them. I yeah. talked about this in one of my Army is Dead series videos where I talked about like the year of um 1992 kind of being a jinx for a lot of artists that came out. Now they yeah. I think they came out in the end of ninety one. No, they came out ninety two. But a lot of artists, for some reason, who came out in 92, just I think that's because the era of New Jack Swing was shifting. People that were very New Jack Swing heavy uh, had a really hard time climbing out. TLC made it out. Mary J made it out. A few others made it out. But there was some that got swallowed up. And when they came out with the next project, yeah, it didn't. You know, Jade, I think, still did okay because they had like, every day of the week. And, but like the 5, 4, 3, 2, your time is up, didn't really do what they yeah. wanted it to do. Um, yeah, they... I article no, you're good. Um, I'm Go sorry ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off but 
I saw this article that um really kind of t- <laughs> that it was kind of like a review of uh five four three two one. Your time is up. They the person Ooh. called it annoying. I said ouch, and I, I mean part me personally, I didn't think so. I, I was a fan of theirs. Um, I I like Don't Walk Away, but they had a lot of other songs, a couple of other songs they that had were some really, that I really wanna good. Love you. Like you know, um, yeah, I want to love you. One one. Yeah, I um, even like their cover of the emotions. The, uh, don't ask my neighbor. Yeah, right. Yeah, now that I did not hear, but um, I'm sure I can. Of course, I can uh, YouTube it. But um, they, they, they were pretty sharp, and you know, they were, you know, all three of them were, you know, of course, gorgeous, and um, they were, uh, the, the styling was, you know, was cool. All of them had, you know, rock the braids and everything like that. So I'm like, well, what happened? So um. I found out, like I said, when I did my research that they, you know, the label just kind of, you know, did, did did them a job and um, they just stopped recording. But they're still That's friends good. to this day and you don't really find that. Most, most people be like, Girl, you know, we get, we get Shalimar you. out you, know? you ain't gonna get Jody and, and what's his name in the same room. Oh, I didn't know that when they <laughs> when they That's did that video happen. with Babyface and LL, <laughs> I didn't know that Shalimar wasn't actually in the studio together. They all were in different rooms and pasted in the they, video. I was like, what? Yeah, it was they were in a different room. They were not in the same. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm the. I, yes, that was. Oh, we and that. It's it's amazing because you know as we're talking, I'm like, yeah, I got a chance to talk to that person. I got a chance to talk to that person. So that's pretty cool. As I'm sitting here thinking, um, Jody, she she wasn't having it. She was just like, uh, uh-uh, I don't want to be around neither one of them. So, um, <laughs> that was that. I was like, dang. What in the world? And you know, vertical hold that um song that Angie did. Um, that was about and, the and Angela. That's crazy because I didn't even know they knew each other way oh, back oh, when, like that. Excuse me. It was about a guy in the um group that okay. she was dating at the time. Yep. Uh, not Angelo. Not the Angelo. Robin not Plato, for real, Angie. <laughs> was he fifteen? But uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> she. <laughs> Lord, Angie. <laughs> she actually, she actually started, you know, dating him, you know, a little bit after that. But she still loves him to this yeah, day. I was like, Angie, I um, have so. the old throwback sequence vinyls. Like the coolest thing was, but my parents gave me all of their vinyls from seventies, eighties, and um, yeah, I I didn't even realize she was in sequence. Like I, there's a song they have on. Yeah. I think it's the funky right on up because I always like the bass line on it, and I had no idea no, no, that Angie was right. on it until maybe three years ago. I was like, wait, that's her group. This whole time I've been playing that. I know. <laughs> so, okay. I know. That's that's yeah, exactly. And um, so is she she she's she's pretty dope. Um I remember at one point in time she thought about quitting the business too, but she changed her mind. So thank God. But yeah, I think it's, it's draining, I think, <laughs> but, for a lot of artists because the, the business is what kills the joy. Yeah, it's 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 not yeah, it's 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 not the 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 knee and the joy of it, it's just the the nonsense, yeah. the political ape and all of the the rah-rah they go through and uh, it's just ugh, it's just it, i hate that it really it, but it really happens to us you know black artists mm-hmm. i've noticed like every person i've talked to they've always you know it was always a problem you know with the label because they weren't being promoted properly or you know i'm like what is going on you know with 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 you know us and and you know in terms of you know the business and marketing and well, you just well, you just mm-hmm. wait for this, or you just they put on a shelf, and it's oh, I I couldn't do it, but whatever. <laughs> now escape, um, they're on here too, but you know, of course, you know, pe- I pretty much everybody knows what happened with them. You know, broke up, got back together, kind of reunited, and you know, did a little yeah, tour, which was that. great. And you know, one of them, 
Yeah, I, I I actually watched their um, they used to have like a little uh, oh, reality I saw show that the when they were episodes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and they were kind of hashing out everything that took place amongst the four of them, and uh, I said, oh wow, this is this is this is a lot. But um, they to me their best songs <laughs> were My good Little job, Secret yeah, and I say that one. <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> But you know, I'm kind of reluctant to the say messages. that because that's that's a crazy song. That's a crazy song. That song will get you. I was hurt. like, take everybody cheats. My mom was like, "What are you saying?" I'm like, "What is?" I know. I know your mother was like, uh, rah, rah. <laughs> "What are you? What are you listening to?" <laughs> but yeah, it's that song is is nuts. But the it's it's yeah. the production the. Yeah, I think it. I think it was Jermaine the, the that did vocals, that. Vocals. I love the way the vocals blend with the production yeah, on the song. Yeah, all of the, and the video nice. All of the, all of them really look pretty mm-hmm. in the video. So that 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 kind of. Well, so the weird thing so, is, when that came, I was still living in Italy as a kid, and so we didn't have TV because nothing was in English. So like a lot of these songs that came out in. 97 98 99 i never saw the video until years later so all you could do was like the song <laughs> so um i remember that right. when some kid had they had just came from america and so they had already had the escape cd because escape i remembered from when i was in america from the earlier years but even with radio um their stuff wasn't really playing on italian radio like tlc had just come back out so they were everywhere on the radio but i had no idea escape was out but this kid had came and had the escape cd on the little cd player and walking on the school bus I'm like oh okay but yeah, so it was like, uh, all, I think that's why I really love a lot of the stuff from 98, 99, because you just, for me, you had to appreciate the production value because you weren't getting the visual, so. I know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're definitely right. Uh, do you remember a young lady named Misha Paris? Mm, you got me. I, maybe I know the song. What, what did they sing? Let me look at, Let me look on my phone here. Um, she's, uh, she's, a, she's a solo artist. Um, she's, she's from, she came from London. Um, her... I believe this this her song, her signature song. I think to me, every artist has a signature song, um, even groups. But she had a record called My One Temptation. If you YouTube that and just kind of look her up, <laughs> she she did a she 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 did a song. I can't talk today. She did a song um, called So Good. Okay, not so good. Um, don't give me up. Featuring so good was the name of the album. She did the song um, "Don't Give Me Up" and it had Will Downing on there. Oh, doing wow. background vocals. Come on, Will. I just saw him in concert maybe a year ago before COVID ruined things. I took my godmom to see him. Yeah. She is in love with him. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He his his voice. Um, but don't give me up. That that's out. that's a jam. Yeah, but definitely check. I, check. A, I hope you're taking notes. You you and this came out in '88, so I was a newborn. But I'm. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You one. get a pass for that one. You put a baby. <laughs> you was like, "Wah wah." <laughs> you weren't listening. You weren't even thinking about who was that. What happened to Lisa oh, Stansfield? Lisa, Lisa. Um, she. Well, just a few things I saw with Lisa. So I know she had. Remember, she had a really big album, and then she had the follow up album that did okay. Yeah, she was on the Bodyguard soundtrack. Um, she still does yeah. music. Um. I don't know if it's to the same degree. I know her voice changed because, you know, she's smoking cigarettes. So uh, her, her voice has changed a oh, lot. Okay. Um, it, it's still there. But, oh, wow. you know, as you get older, your, your tone gets darker anyway. But with some cigarettes, it got like, I don't know, deeper. But I know she had an album come out maybe two years ago. Um, 
she had, right. she's had a few albums come out. Um, but her, you know, her heyday was the late eighties, early nineties. I liked um, "You Can't Deny It." That was the song I really liked. Affection yeah, that was, was the a album. song. The yes, album. I yeah, yeah, affection. Yeah, what's the one when she was like, "No, that you can't deny it." Okay, when she mm-hmm. was like, "Let it out." Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to uh, Crystal? Waters? Crystal still performs. Um, she's been. She... I just remember the Lala Dee song and Make It Happy. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that, that Make It Happen, 100% Pure Love was everywhere. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She, she did do that. Song yeah. I like. It was called 100%. If You Feel All Right. It sampled Earth, Wind, and Fire okay. September. It, it came out a little bit later. It was kind of like when house music slowed down a little bit. And then, you like, 94, there was those songs yeah. like um, CNC Music Factory, Share That Beat of Love. Where it was still dance music, but it slowed down. Mm-hmm. That was a really good song she had too. The just say hey if you feel all right. But yeah, CNC Music Factory. Wow, I remember them very well. Martha, I hate what they did to Martha. Them songs was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how repulsive! But I was like, everybody dance. <laughs> yeah, that was my jam. That was my jam. I remember them very well, very well. I know you tired of verses. I, I I caught that part. You was well, like, I'm kind of verses out. Tired of it. I think the, just the, all the qu- quarantine and COVID and all. I'm like, I'm over all of this. <laughs> and so, um, verses. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. still into it. It's well, just like my energy's dying down with it. I guess I don't know. And I think because it's yeah. become, it was really cool when it first started because it really felt like it was just artists hanging out. And now that it's profitable and it's becoming a machine, some of the genuine aspects of yeah. it are kind of disappearing. I'm like, ah. Uh, but it's still good, though. Yeah, it is. It's very good. I think it kind of, you know, it kind of, to me, you know, personally, I think it just kind of takes people's yeah. minds off of what's going on and uh, all of the, the foolishness and, and everything like that. But so I, I love it. And I, I really, I, I, but the hip hop ones I'm not really into. I really like the R&B ones. So I'm kind of glad that Ashanti and Keisha Cole are going to be doing their things this Saturday. It's so a bulletproof vest for that last one. I got nervous. I thought they was about to start fighting for real in a, with the Jeezy one. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't yeah, I didn't. I was like, it, but I heard crazy. about it. <laughs> I would have clicked off. Like, I mean, they click, were good uh-uh. about the end, but the, the tension. I, I didn't even think the two of them were going to Yeah, fight. but I that was. Like the entourages were going to start something up. It's usually the entourage that stirs everything up. Yeah. Always <laughs> Remember? Yeah, I was a little nervous. I was saying, "Person, like, Lord, don't let them cut up." It's always the boy. In the it's always somebody in in the in the you know in the crew that's like, "What you say?" You know, okay, please go away. Um, but I want to see. Um, I would love to see Usher versus Justin Timberlake, not Chris Brown. No, well, I, I can't. I can't do Chris anyway, Brown. So that that I'm anti-Justin. No, sorry, no. Uh, <laughs> That's a, that's a. I think they're equally matched versus. <laughs> I'm Team Usher on that one, but um. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I like I, Justin, but I'm Team Usher on that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Justin too. I actually have, you know, I have two of Justin's albums, um, but um, uh, I, I would be Usher on definitely. Um, even though he kind of lost me a little bit with that when when he when he got to here I stand. I was a little confused. Like it, it seemed like he kind of switched up his sound a little bit, because um, I wasn't feeling love in this oh, club. I'm glad you're saying this, because literally the next episode of my "So What Happened" is Usher's "Here I Stand." So I'm glad I'm hearing other opinions, so I can piece together my little documentary. 
Cause yeah, I didn't think it yeah. was a strong it's just, movie at all. I mean, so, I had um, no. It was just like, what is this? And then, cause you know, you know, Usher's, you know, of course, you you, you had him on um, first album was young. good, but he was a little mm-hmm. too young to be. <laughs> it was still a great album, thanks to Devontae and some other people. Um, then you had uh, My Way, great. That's what really kind of propelled him. And then you had mm-hmm. eighty seven oh one. That was woo. And of course, Confessions was wow. That was he was white hot. You know, I was I was totally in love (laughs) at that time. And um, then came I don't know what took place. I guess that was around the time when him and his mom were kind of going through and married Tamika. Kind of, it kind of shifted, and he ended up hiring her back. I didn't even know that until I saw the um. What is that series on OWN? It's kind of new. Oh, okay. uh, Behind Every Man. Uh, yeah, go and watch that if you got a chance. She's she's something else. She's pretty strong. She <laughs> Janetta don't play, <laughs> but um, um, but um, she you know she came back and you know and started managing him again. And you know he got married, got divorced, got married, got divorced, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? But um, I, I here I stand. I was just now a lot of those songs I do like. A couple of those songs I do like. I do like um. What's the one when he's his mistakes? Um, I can, I'm trying to. I'm doing this all over memory. It's not in front of me. I need to go go over to get the CD so I can read it. Um, do 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 do. I'm trying to remember, but it's a few tracks that I do like. Uh, Appetite, his mistakes. Um, I think that's it. I think it, that's it. The, the rest I was just like, cool, huh? Man. I think he jumped <laughs> too far into the adult urban contemporary sound too quick like i think he was too young for it so it was like it was a very very mature sound oh we, i'm like actually we was just partying yeah. two years ago what happened <laughs> i mean it was cool um but i think yeah. usher i think is somebody that's known that can do both like people love his slow jams but he also can give you a really good party track and i think like you said about loving his club yeah it, that was the, i guess that was the party track but it was like it, it already sounded like what was already happening in 07 um, and I think he was somebody who was introduced weird. the trend. I just, like when his stuff used to come out, like my like, um, what's the, uh, you make me want? It didn't sound like anything that was out when it came out. Nothing sounded like right. you remind me when it right. came out. Nothing sounded like well, right. yeah, when it came like, out, uh, Punk had just started yeah. jumping, but he was able to jump on the train before it got too saturated. So it still sounded like it was his sound. The um, right Lovers club just I was like, this sounds like everything we've been hearing all year already. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's like it's to me, it kind of sounded like, you know, and it's, and, and, you know, I'm not it's no dissing or shade or anything like that. But to, to me, because I, you know, I'm a big Usher fan, but um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I was I was really into Usher back then. But it's like now I'm like, what's going on? Like, I just don't know. Um, I, I still like him as an artist. I mean, great voice. Um, But like I like Climax. I like um. Now the other ones dive mm-hmm. and I just was I was like I said I was kind of lost kind of confused with uh uh I think it was Raymond versus Raymond I never really listened to that album um, I'm not sure what um oh like there one, goes yeah. my baby I do like that yeah but the rest of them I'm like eh, you know okay maybe he needs to go back to the drawing board I don't know what was going on I think it was just a lot that was going on with him I don't know but I also want to see. Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans, but I hear that Mary said no. <laughs> so the the one with like that because I, I if 
That would be. Oh, come on! I feel like after 2003, it's not a fair fight, and it just becomes the Mary Show. Even though Faith has still come out with work, it's just Mary has so many albums. (laughs) And but like you said, as a kid, (laughs) it was a Mary or Faith. Growing up, it was one or the other. That's who the one I was pushing for, but everybody thought I was crazy. I thought Tony and Mary would be a good mix. Uh, just because they have, because they have so you many so? hits, because they Tony used to release so many singles yeah. on his early albums. I think she has enough to keep up with because Mary's catalog is so big. That's kind of what knocks Faith out of the conversation. Faith has some really good music, but you think so? Mary, Mary just has so much. Now I'm not saying everything Mary put out was gold and yeah. stuff. I'm like Mary, what were you doing on this one? But um, right. I just think there's some artists yeah. it's hard to find a match for. Mary, I think it's hard to find a match for. I think Janet is hard to find a match for. People say Madonna. Mariah. Mariah, if you're talking Mariah. Hits, but I think where they won't be equally yoked is Mariah's yeah. going to be singing Janet under a table on all the songs. And then Janet's going to have everybody trying to spin on their heads. And it might not be a good blend. So, you know, if Whitney was alive, <laughs> it would definitely be Mariah and Whitney together. That would have been a fun one. But... Yeah, right. so there's some I just don't think are nice. <laughs> Even Missy Elliott, I was saying, I was like, who would go against Missy? Because you can't really, Missy can do everything. Well, Janet. I wouldn't even say Janet, because then it's like, Janet's catalog is so big, but Missy can do so many different things. I feel like with Missy, her only person would be Pharrell, but it would be a production battle, not their actual music. Or if right. Missy did Busta Rhymes yeah, and a battle of their videos. Um, so I'm just like... Man, you know, I was... I was in I was in complete bliss when I um when uh uh Babyface oh, and Teddy yeah, Ryan the first one was oh, my funny goodness. though we had to I, I got oh, nervous because I thought they were gonna have to start over again the second time when stuff was in that but Babyface yeah. is smooth <laughs> put the guitar out when they started having them technical difficulties yeah 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 that was it was that was ooh that was I was I was so so happy <laughs> I'm, I'm, you just do not understand I was just so happy now Drew Hill versus mm-hmm. Jodeci. I, yeah, because everybody yeah. always said Cisco could have just been another member of Jodeci the way he delivered all his songs, put him right in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and uh, of course, new edition. Uh, I got new kids on the block. Um, <laughs> that's a hard one because generally, like- a lot of people from my generation don't know they don't know new kids on the block like that. Um, and so. Yeah. New kids on the block would only have an audience of everybody probably born from 85 and back. Anybody born after me, like, they're not going to, they'll know a few of the songs. Because I'm sure the people in my era would have said Boys and Men in New Edition, even though they're not even really musically peers either. Um, yeah, right. Boys, uh, New Edition. I guess that's right for the age. Yeah, that's about right. That would have made sense. It, it's, it's more of a pop versus yeah. the world. Yeah, that, I think, like, with new kids, like the only the only t- I can only remember like three songs that they that 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 were really kind of popular by them, and that's hanging stuff, they're, step they're, by look, step. I used to really like step by step. On that video, I was like, how they do that? They was killing. Yeah, I, I ain't even mad at them on that one. I better get it. <laughs> that was that was that's a good song. I I actually like that song. Yes, they got that footwork in. I was like, okay. Yeah, they was like, oh, I said, okay, I see y'all, but um. And uh, what's the third one? Uh, Please don't go, girl. That's the only I, I remember only they remember had, like, those the those three tracks. Out, but nobody really checked for it because I was little, little. But I remember they had an R and B album come out, and everybody ignored it. And I think, and I swear, that's only because Color Me Bad had already blew up, and they're like, well, it's either you or the other one. It ain't gonna be all of y'all. <laughs> Whatever so, happened to them? Well, the black dude became a minister, but then they got back together and they toured for a little bit. 
But then one of them, I think the lead singer got into some kind of domestic abuse thing and then he was arrested. Then they had a show and yeah. I saw the clip where the, 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 the singer yeah, punched no, the yeah. other one. I was like, all right, well, they ain't getting back together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they, they. It just, yeah, it just kind of went up everybody in flames. So I'm like, it what is, is? It ain't for everybody. <laughs> exactly. So when did you decide that you wanted to? How did you um, get inspired to actually sing and make music and things um, like that? That's a good question. So the weird thing is, I've always been around music or had something related to music. Of course, I'm one of the kids who grew up in church. So, and I went to a storefront church, which meant everybody participated. <laughs> and so, the, my, my mm-hmm. I guess, labor of love was being an usher and being in the choir. And so, I guess that was that first introduction. But even as a kid, I was always that weird kid that would get two or three friends together and we would stack books and, and buckets and stuff together and make a band and make a bunch of noise. And, um, you know, my mom tell us to oh, shut wow. up, you know, to mm-hmm. turn out mess up, go outside and go play. <laughs> um, but seriously, um, maybe around 2014, 2015 was when I was like, okay, I think I really would like to actually make my own music. Because my goal years ago was to be a producer. Me and my best friend growing up, um, their mom was this super big radio personality back home in Washington State. And um, their mom always like really supported them and had they, they had all the latest keyboards and motifs and stuff. And my parents were like, I ain't buying you nothing like that. So when we would make music, all I would do was just write the little songs we had and then they would produce everything. And then that was kind of those early years. We were teenagers yeah. too. We were probably 13 or 14 doing this. And so I, and the funniest mm-hmm. thing, I had a little Casio keyboard and what I would do is I'd make my own little songs and I would literally get a, a tape player and just push record and hit play. And those would be my little mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Um, but fast forward, yeah. um, maybe around 2014, 2015, I decided, okay, maybe I can do this music thing. I never thought I was going to go into music because I just thought everybody else was so talented. Like when you grow up with a Tevin Campbell or a Phil Perry or a Kevon Edmonds, you don't think you can sing <laughs> standing next to them. So it's like, yeah, that's not my lane. Um, but as the industry shifted and there were just so many, I just felt like the standard went down as far as what people were doing. I was like, well, if this is all they're doing, I can do this. I can do it better. No disrespect. Um, right. And really, it was just right. Like, there was just a void I thought that was kind of missing with certain sounds. Like, I feel like a lot of times, especially for black men musically, until recently, um, there was like this lane where people were afraid to really branch out or experiment. It was like people kept staying in certain bubbles. Like, you, the, the idea to just be free musically just didn't really seem to exist until a few years ago. Um, and so I started working on it, was supposed to be an EP in 2014, 2015. But then my father passed, so I just kind of paused mm-hmm. on all of that. Um, and my friend, the same one I grew up with, was supposed to produce that. But, like, um, after my father died, I just stopped. And then randomly, and it's so weird how things just align, um, I got the urge to just want to build my own studio and do a project. But I didn't have the money to do it because studios are expensive. I knew I was going to mm-hmm. – I knew I wanted to produce my own stuff because if you've ever made an album, it, it's a lot of time. And, like, studio time is expensive – and I can play all my instruments. So it was like, I was, you know, I, I taught myself how to play everything. And then with being wow. a choir kid, eventually I got promoted to the choir director. That's like one of those things I take to the grave. I'd be embarrassed to tell people. <laughs> but, um, you know, so my ear was always there. Um, and so I randomly was like, I'm going to build a studio. And I thought I was just going to start making music for other people. I was trying to build a studio. I ain't had no money. Janet canceled her tour. And the money that I got back from the tour cancellation was what, bought me my interface and then I just built on the studio for 
a good year or two. And then I just kind of played around. And before you know it, I had an album. The first album, um, you know, it was kind of like, I say it's like the learning experience. I, I love the album, but it's kind of like I was still learning as I went along. Um, and so I was very mm-hmm. nervous about putting it out, too. I was so scared. I was like, I don't think anybody's going to like it. But no, it actually got, you know, it was well-received. And then the, the album I have out now, the hardcover, that one was kind of like the album where I really got to find my sound. So I really, I just, I just like to make music that makes people feel good. I don't even really have an end goal. Like, mm-hmm. I've never made an effort to go and get signed or anything. If I were to ever do anything in the industry, mm-hmm. I'd actually want to make music for other people. But if there was a door that opened where they're like, we want you to do, um, okay, I'll take it. But um, I, I, right. I'd like to pass the torch <laughs> to other people, but just be the man behind the sound. That's really what I would like to do. Um, and so I just really, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like up temples are not a thing anymore. And it annoys me. That, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier, where it's almost like everybody's doing the same thing. I'm cool with the vibe music, but I don't want to vibe all day. Like I need something that's energizing um, or lively. Like even when you were yeah. talking about your songs that are your go-to, like a lot of them are very in your face, boom, here it goes. And I think you're not getting yeah. that. Um, and so that's, that's what I try to do. And I kind of play with a bunch of different sounds. A lot of my influence comes from the eighties, the funk era. I, I really like Prince. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of, I don't know, I just, I've, I've been working on a few things. I don't know if I'm doing another project anytime soon, but um, I had been kind of playing with sounds during this pandemic. And I'm like, okay, this is different. So we'll see yeah. where it goes. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I just, and again, I, I was a choreographer in the past too. So it's like, okay, I got all the contents for the, the ingredients. So I might as well push myself. So, yeah. Right. Right. Wow, that is that is amazing. You actually taught yourself how to yeah, play. Yeah, my mom was like, I ain't paying no money for this. I was one of them kids that would sign on to something and then want to quit every the next day. My mom was like, I'm not paying for you to get no piano lessons because you ain't going to stick with it. I'm not paying for you to go to no dance or nothing. Everything I've ever done, I had to do on my own. Like <laughs> Me being like a choreographer, that literally came from, even when I told you living in Italy and there wasn't really TV and stuff, I just used to watch old Michael and Janet concerts mm. back to back and watch them over and over and over. And before you know it, you don't yeah. learn the whole show. And so like, there's that, the music, right, course, right. learning how to play piano by ear is just kind of, you sit on it and play it around, play it around till stuff starts making sense. Um, singing, same thing. Right. I think right. my gift is I have a really good ear. I, I would love for my ear to match my voice right. a bit more. I, I, I'm, I, put myself in the category of the thin voiced singers club <laughs> like we can do we, we we can do some really great <laughs> stacking oh we can stack some good vocals um but we have to be careful with <laughs> what kind of songs we attempt because the higher we go up it's like your notes are still supported but the resonance sometimes is not as strong so i have to check myself and i already think i sound like a 12 year old when i sing so i'm like all right you pushing like 33 no grown woman wants to hear you <laughs> sounding like one of the debarges no, dis- no disrespect to the oh. bars, but um, so yeah, it's fun. Right. I just make it because it's it just I just want people to feel good. That's all. Yeah, that's 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 the mission. That's that's the goal. Is and that's. That's you. You. That's kind of a, of a rarity that you. You know, you would find somebody that just wants to just do it just because you know i just want to make people feel good, and that's that's it. I'm not trying to. Oh, I'm trying to be number one. I mean, if it happens, cool, but. You know, I'm not trying to be, you know, signed to a label and go through all the, that political stuff and hierarchy and all that kind of stuff. So um, you just do it because you just want to put smiles on people's faces. And I can I can dig it. I can definitely understand that. You know, 
I, I like, you know, it's one of the main reasons why I really enjoy like um, shows like Unsung and um, Behind the I remember music. when VH1 oh, had Behind the Music. Yeah. Oh, man. That was that was my favorite. I, I don't, and for some reason they just stopped doing that. I don't know why. Um, I even like, yeah, I don't know if yeah. you remember Pop Up Video. Mm-hmm. They had such <laughs> good shows on VH1. I, love- I don't know why. I, nothing against the yeah. reality shows. So that's some good entertainment for after nine o'clock. But I'm like, during the day, y'all can still play the. That's right. what I learned a lot of my music history from stuff that I wasn't around for. Like I, I'm very well versed in right. outside of R&B. Like behind the music probably is the reason to name all the '80s rock bands and you know what I mean. Like man, yeah. they. I yeah. think that's kind of what's missing for unfortunately yeah. this generation. There's nothing that's just right there for them. The kids have to kind of look up everything but if you don't know what you're looking for it's hard to discover yeah. stuff exactly it's really hard like 80s was great you know and then you know uh you had a uh, uh boy george and um let me see uh, van halen bon and, you know and all of them what's, what's one one one? Uh, bon jovi bon. that's the one i meant to say that was my those that's dudes. my group <laughs> so, yeah aerosmith too that was my other group aerosmith yeah they, i like them more in the 90s though yeah, aerosmith that was yeah, not yeah, yeah. Fuck this way, yeah. So they were they were cool. Um, but I I enjoy those shows because they tell the stories, and you never know, you know, what these yeah. artists actually go through. It's like yikes. <laughs> it's like wow, you know, you just never know what they go through, and they, you know, yeah, we can, you know, we sit around and dance and be happy and enjoy the music of course that's great that's the purpose but you just don't know the story behind that album or that you know particular song so it's just great to i hope they really keep that going i really do i hate that they took off behind the music yeah, i mean they need was, to bring and, it back that's why i do appreciate you know? unsung I, I would like for the i, I know tv yeah. one is a smaller network but i i'm praying that they can get like the same budgeting because i think unsung a lot of the artists i think unsung is so good but i think Low key, a lot of their episodes need to be two hours or two part because there's some. And I, think I they've know, done it yeah, before. they did that. I think like, with either the Clark sisters or Phyllis or the bars, one of the three. No, it wasn't so it Phyllis or the bars. They were one hour. Um, it had to have been or the Clark sisters, maybe. I have to do some thinking. Bobby and then the, the group. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe somebody was had it the two part. Somebody had a longer time. Yeah. Somebody had a longer time. But was it the. Because uh, I know they did. Uh, Blue Notes. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. They did. Fellas, they did the Barge, Fellas. Um, a couple of other people that they've. Um, Mich- did they do. No. I was about to say Michelle. <laughs> um. So all I know, I somebody remember. got a two-hour episode. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I somebody got it. a two-hour. Oh, they did Angie. They yeah. definitely did under Angie Stone. Uh, that's how I found out about on the song who she was talking about on that song. Um, yeah, uh, seems you must be busy. Um, yeah, I I love 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 that show. So I I hope they I hope they continue to. And mm-hmm. I also like uncensored because the person that they she said that real transparent and you know talk and. Yeah, they just they just give it to you raw, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. You know, I really kind of with that show, I really kind of got a, a even deeper appreciation for Nia Long because she was like, you know, listen, I did all this because I wanted to help my mom. You know, she wanted to help my mom with you know 
with the household and mm-hmm. so she became an actor so she said okay i'm a, you know, this is what we're gonna do and she brought them a condo yeah, together dope. i was like wow that was sweet you know so that is all i have thank you so very much for coming on here and chopping it I up with me this was a lot of fun. Like, look at people reaching out to me like i'm important <laughs> i came across your video i was like videos i said wow i kind of dig his conversation I was like, okay, yeah, this right. I would, I mean, I would agree. I would be like, yeah, that's what I think too. So it was just, I said, yeah, I, I need to invite him on here, you know, and just kind of talk and commentate and all that good, good stuff. So thank you so very, very much. Uh, we must do this again whenever oh, you I have definitely time. look. I'm about to go and look up all these people I don't wrote down. <laughs> Let me go back and check out these songs I missed out on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like, text me back and like, whatever you find out, like, if whoever you listen to, like, especially Misha, yeah, I'm, I know you're gonna like Misha's uh, music. Um, but make sure you spell her name right. Okay. M I C A. M. Yeah, M I C A Paris. Right. Yeah. And then look up those two songs, and you'll 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 see what I'm talking about. All right. We'll so do. text me back. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Take care. Many, many thanks to Mr. Calvin Michaels. Please definitely check out his YouTube channel at Calvin Michaels, C-A-L-V-I-N-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S. And also on Twitter and Instagram at Gimme a Beat. That's G-I-M-M-I-E-A-B-E-A-T. Don't forget to check him out and show him some love and support as well. Also, thank you guys for tuning in to this very special edition of Cherish the Soul Entertainment Podcast. I do appreciate all of the love and support. Definitely subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you do that and also share it on all of your social media platforms. And as always, remember to cherish your soul. Bye for now.